0: Hello everyone, this is Shadow here once again making another episode of the podcast. Now this is a very special case since uh, this is the first time we're having a special guest here. We have um, Grievously. Would you like to Hello
1: people, so uh, many people, as I, I know my friends since high school, I go by the name of Grievously. I'm a very huge gamer, I like to skate around around the places where I live and yeah that's pretty much it how i settled myself then <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so for so this is the first time we're doing this so this is a little bit uncharted territory at least for the podcast and for myself so with that i'm, I'm going to put a few disclaimers here although usually i do keep things pg in this case i would like to give a little more freedom for not only i guess no i don't know about myself i don't think i'll cuss but more so for our special guests here so it'll be i oh, we're gonna put this pg 13 it might be slight cussing but you know we're trying to keep that at the minimum and you know of course you know we're not going to try to get too deep into certain topics but you know like like i mean extreme topics like the coronavirus stuff you know
1: anything anything that's non, um any subject that we don't know we don't want to talk about it yeah it's not our our taste so it's better we keep it that's plain and simple so whatever subjects that we know that we know how to talk about we're good to go
0: yeah and and that's kind of the whole point of podcast just for at least for me personally just to kind of you know uh, escape from certain things in the world and you know i do talk about more serious stuff like financials but you know we're just here to have fun today so it's my first time seeing them in a long time so oh, you know yeah, we're just gonna, you're just gonna goof off we're gonna talk and then yeah we're gonna see how this goes <laughs>
1: it's been a long time we haven't seen each other for like give it take like a year yeah, yeah. i
0: would to say so I'm like wow
1: because since I am, graduation yeah graduation and i i can't believe it because i was i was kind of like the few people thinking like how oh, many people that i talk with are not gonna make it Surprisingly, you're one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> Luckily, and then, well, a few friends of mine, some people that I used to talk with, they made it too, which is surprising enough. But anyways hey, let's yeah. get into the topics. Yeah.
0: All right then. So for oh, I guess the first things first. If you guys do wanna um, put in your re- requests or you know give your little comments about the podcast itself, go always join the Discord server. It'll be the link in the description below. You can click it, join in, and you know just have a fun time. As with that, well, we'll move on to our first topic. Our first topic, uh, we decided to be about gaming. You know, just gaming in general, um, and you, you, we'll just see where things stem from there. So you want to start off, just anything about gaming? Yeah,
1: so, gaming, well, gaming has been, uh, a weird way for people that they, they, they used to play. So, for mine, since I started with, uh, with Super Nintendo, of course, usual old-school stuff that I grew up with thanks to my, my brother and my dad, but I never expected that gaming is going to be a whole new hobby where, like, you can escape reality, which is it's pretty amazing, but I never expected that gaming is going to get you through a level where, like, wow, look at this specific game that it's going to take you to a journey where, like, you never expected. So take it as an example, like, uh, what is it, Super Mario World, uh, Chrono Trigger, uh, Contra, other games mm-hmm. which I never expected these games are going to be that amazing for gaming then after that I move on to Nintendo GameCube if I remember correctly my first game was Super Mario Sunshine mm-hmm. masterpiece of a game <laughs> hands down by the way um, what else some other games that I grew up with of course that anyone can talk about it such as uh, Super Smash Bros Melee another game that's anybody who grew up with and also plus the competitive side of it have mm-hmm. um, you ever seen the guys on Twitch And, um, what else? Move on to the the PS2. After that, thanks to my cousin of mine, since I remember seeing them playing a lot of Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex, which is a a sequel after Crash Bandicoot 3. I was like, oh, cool. Like, this PS2, I never expected that it it'll handle a amount of graphics that that it looks kind of real at the time. Mm. And, uh, after that, I I played more of the PS2 than the GameCube, which is funny enough, because that's where I, I become more of a a Sony person myself than a Nintendo GameCube person myself but eventually ah. I just went back playing the Nintendo GameCube because the Nintendo GameCube has really good titles really, yeah. Sunshine, Melee, uh, Mario Strikers, Mario Baseball uh, other games that I grew up with, the obscure ones that no one talks about so an example like Internal Darkness very very spooky game if any of you guys got the hands of a copy of it it's a must play because it's like one of those games where you thought wow this horror game's gonna take things to the next level that any scary game will be like your usual jump scare also just a spooky story that doesn't make any sense But on this particular game it's just wowie like i never expected that this game has the amount of claustrophobia environments where you never expected it. it's like whoa, what's gonna to happen to the next corner but on this story is like it's very bizarre it's kinda of like a uh... like a Dark Souls story but but this Dark Souls story, it has a plot twist in the end that you never expected. That are like, oh, who's the evil one in the beginning? Oh, who's the good guy in the beginning? And, fantastic story, but the, the, the elements of the game is just mostly like, alright, if, if you're not, what is a big fan of fourth breaking walls, where you're like, you never expected. So, let's just say an example like, uh, Meteor Gear Solid, Twin Snakes on the GameCube as an example. When you're facing um, Psycho Mantis in the game, the game will display like, oh, hey, your tr- your TV has been turned off. But in reality, you haven't turned on the TV in person. The TV just turned off. But it, but in reality, it was just a game effect in the game. Which <laughs> kind of mind blows you. And then what else? Oh, your whatever version that you play on the PS1 or the Game 2 version of it, on the PS1, it says it will turn off your TV, which is a funny effect, which I never knew that people will panic. <laughs> Second... Which is like, oh, you thought your controller was disconnected, but in reality, Psychomantis disconnected your controller in the virtual reality game, which is pretty crazy. Then, um, what else? What's another effect? Oh, when, when the general calls you A, hey, if Psycho Mantis keeps this, uh, what is it, unplugging your controller, plug into player two, player three, and player four, so you can defeat Psycho Mantis. By the way, that was a shortcut to the game, guys. So, if any of you guys want to get into the Major Solid, that's the strategy of it and uh what else Oh yeah sorry about that guys that was an off topic about <laughs> my journey about gaming well it still is and then uh what else 360 i move on originally i was going to play a ps3 until when i started to notice that the 360 has a bigger titles than any any gaming system they have so particularly like what years of war halo uh crackdown other other titles that i played when i was a kid fantastic titles of course, obviously, you know, what about Call of Duty? Obviously Call of Duty, since Modern Warfare 4, no, Modern Warfare 1, and then, oh, uh, what else? Yeah, mostly my entire time is just gaming on the 360 since all the way to 2015. That's where last-gen era start becoming more popular and more bigger until, of course, the next-gen consoles has arrived and bring down people's, like, hey, this is the new titles that you're going to get, guys, on the Xbox One and the PS4, but eventually the xbox one and ps4 is just seems rather disappointing which it's i know it's a very it's a very uh... controversial opinion but in reality it's just that once you get used to playing last gen gaming it's just it feels so amazing cause like this is the specific titles guys that you're gonna get from playing versus on next gen titles it's just like some games it might have a cookie cutter and it's just left on the open for no reason So, what is it and, like, an example, so, a bad game that can lead to people's, people's bad taste, so, obviously, Last of Us 2, which, obviously, it's a very, I understand many people are gonna say that, oh, Last of Us 2 is a very bad game, but, for me, I'm one of those people where I'm not a big fan of, like, like an AMC-like video game story, which I don't like it, because, I'm, I'm mostly of a guy that plays a lot of uh, fast-paced shooters, which, I, that's what I grew up with, such as Quake, Doom, uh Wolfenstein, uh Call of Duty, Battlefield and other titles. But with this particular games, like I said about Last of Us Two, I never expected that this game will cause a lot of man of controversy, which I understand from from the gamers who play the first game, which is with Joel and Ellie. I never expected that with um what's the I forgot, what's the protagonist's name on, on Last of Us Two. What do you do you remember the name?
0: Uh, I've honestly never played The Last of Us at all. Like, Like you uh, haven't? I don't even know the story. I'm being straight up honest. I just, uh, uh, I wouldn't know being straight up honest right
1: now. Also, you haven't played the titles yet? Nope. Well, on The Last of Us 2, funny enough, because there was a character named Abby, which people straight up hate playing with her, because I understand that, that, uh, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't say anything that's involved with the game, because of course, people are going to say it involves with politics, but it's not exactly, it's just that, this is what happens when, when you give on on specific developers on Naughty Dog where they think okay we're gonna make a sequel but we're gonna dumb it down to know like okay this is how we're gonna make our game and this is how you're gonna play it. Either you deal with it or you don't like it, just play it. Damn. But like what happens now, look, look what happened to Last of Us 2, it became a huge mess to the point where anybody doesn't want to talk about it because how bad the game is which I understand from PlayStation gamers that are pretty much fed up with like titles like those that are waiting for so long that to the point where it's become a big mass of disappointment or not just straight up uttery a pile of feces of a game which
0: Damn, that's, <laughs> like uh... I
1: understand like games like those that I started to realize gaming right now is just becoming less more of a business than actual than just an art gaming. Form. Just gaming and showing. oh and also art and an art yeah. form, like you said. But it just surprises me that gaming right now that we've been so far that wow this is what gaming is it's just nothing but uh... like a business like i don't know if you remember back then guys but like gaming back then was very very good But now it's just it becomes a whole new mess that like you're waiting for that one game and hopefully it doesn't have any adjustments to the plumber like oh they're gonna add microtransactions they're gonna add a games of service and cosmetics obviously microtransactions but we came on a whole new way of gaming to the point where, like it's nothing but about a business which i understand from people's anger including myself as a gamer it's just it's it surprises me that a way that video game companies now they're trying to just shut down people's throats like hey this is the game you're gonna get and either you don't like it don't buy it in the words of ea if oh, uh, gamers are very uneducated just because they don't like a particular game that has uh that features and implements that that people are not going to expect it, like wait this thing never happens in in this particular event, story or that's you mm. know but it's just surprising me that me as a gamer it's just that there's moments where like i don't want to play gaming in general because like i i put so much what is it food on the table for gaming was like 2015 if I remember correctly. When a friends of mine, a group of friends of high school during the Black Ops 2 days, very fun. I just never expected that I will have amount of fun in my life that, like, wow, this is what gaming is. It's just you play with friends, had fun, laugh and joy, you know. This, mm. That's what it is with gaming. But two years later now, in 2020, you you hardly trust any developers or publishers that, that that you thought, like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna actually put the amount of content to the game. So if they do, then hey, that's more power. That's gonna bring a lot of fans that a new entry, a new IP, doesn't matter what game it is. So I'm gonna say, what's an example that it leads to a mess and then somehow someone has to pick up the mess and then becomes number one? Ghost <laughs> of Tsushima is an example. Look what happens to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it bring a whole new level of gaming where you never expected. It. It's like, wow, this game is amazing. Cause Everybody thought it's gonna be a, a Assassin's Creed game, but takes place in Japan. But in reality, it's not. It's just it's a whole new game. Mm. It's just basically you're playing mid Gear Solid Five, but with ninjas and samurais, which is a cool thing I never expected. Since mm-hmm. I play a, a similar game like that called the Tenshu, Tenshu series, by I think it's by the developers who made uh, Dead or Alive as an example. And I remember playing it. Very violent game. I liked this today. I just wish developers can pick up the franchise and then left off where they're going, because the last game they made was very good, but they left it as a cliffhanger, yeah. <laughs> which is like, oh, I wish I can play more of this series, because I grew up with it as a kid. But eventually, Ghost of Tsushima took the lead of PS4, what is it's going right now. Now it's bringing back multiplayer as free content, which is, you can tell these developers care about the gamers that, what they want on the food on their table, versus yeah. now, Last of Us 2 is just like, they <laughs> they shouldn't kill that one particular character that carries a legacy over to the point where, like, let's just ruin this dude's career just because... Why not? Because, you know, people like it? Alright, we're gonna show... We're gonna show it through their faces to the point where, like, yeah, we're not gonna... We're we're gonna let our fans not to buy our game anymore because what we did to the sequel.
0: Damn. Which
1: is... It's amazing to me that... That companies like these, that... They, they wanna show you what they're gonna do in the sequel, which I wouldn't mind. I wanna see some some shock value that you never expected in the first place like uh, MonoWinfor2 is an example from the sequel you, um, I don't know if you remember guys but in the airport scene where you're playing as a, a undercover agent you never expected that your entire mission involves with killing citizens in Russia which is like wow you never expected that this entire mission is just involves with killing people innocent yeah. people Damn. and yeah look what happens it, bring, it was on Fox News it was on CNN everywhere basically a game wow. like this that costs a lot of Major controversy. Of course, uh, the developers know what was the 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 feedback behind it. They made them it to the game where like you can skip it or not. You can play it to know what was the whole fuss is all about for the controversy. Damn. Cool, but at the same time, I never expected that games like these can cause something that's valuable but shock value at the same time because it's just I understand that you're trying to amaze people with like, wow, I never expected that gaming will be something so real, but that. It Will cause a big fuss to the people in real life, yeah. Such as, of course, games in the 90s where, like,
0: um, Pokemon was the biggest the, thing I could really think about, bo- yeah.
1: Uh, Pokemon, and then what else? Uh, Mortal Kombat, which, of course, another game that caused controversy more. Uh, I understand that games right now, and right now, it's just, it's, there's nothing much that you can do. It's just feel like you're just paying money, you're just basically paying, <laughs> you're basically paying a game that is half-baked and it's very incomplete which is that's the new trend right now with gaming which I was expecting gaming is gonna be like the same thing like in the early years in the 2000s late 2000s where yeah. like everything's complete this is the game you're gonna get that- amazing so actually then-
0: if I could chime in real quick that reminded me something this actually came out today uh, you know FIFA you know FIFA like those EA games <sighs> sports games apparently unfortunately uh, yeah, I do <laughs> and I mean like okay, this is like what date say? this is the 9th of October yes. of 2020 uh, apparently IGN had brought out their new review for FIFA 21 apparently literally the reviewer said this is just a copy and paste of the game of last year so all he did was just copy and paste his review from last year and just put it like FIFA 21 changed the title boom
1: wow he
0: actually and, and I guess in that way it's kind of like IGN slash that reviewer kind of taking a stand against EA in the sense like like dude all you're doing is just copy and pasting the game from last year, making slight changes with the cosmetics, I guess, with the players, because I'm not too familiar with those. And th- that was the review. It came out literally just a few hours ago.
1: Then after that, he got caught by plagiarism, or but, it's just... Like, no, oh my wow, god. It. Nah, nah,
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, no, but it's funny if say that. And, and, I guess I could bring up the perspective of a game developer somewhat because I, I don't I don't think I told you I'm part of the game development club in my uh, college right now.
1: Oh, I never noticed. Yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I completely cool. forgot to bring that up. Was I'm the writing chair and events coordinator over there. So, we this is something we do talk about. One thing, I guess, to trip back a little. Back in the old days, you know, where you just where you just simply bought a game and then you just played it. It was as simple as that. And one thing that that does. I don't want to say frustrates me, but disappoints me in a way that now in modern days that gaming, it's gotten to the point. As you said, you know a lot of times you get half baked stuff. Or, or for example, I like Nintendo and all, but three D All Stars. You know, I I've never played those games honestly. Being straight up honest, I never played sixty four except the DS version. Sunshine a little. Never played Galaxy. So this that that package is worth it for me.
1: It is. Yeah, it's really worth it because for the people who never got a. In the Nintendo 64, a GameCube, or a Nintendo Wii this is the right opportunity guys so you can play these these masterpieces that you never expected in the first place this sure. amount of content and also you'll be quite surprised that these games back then they pushed the amount of technology which is it surprises me like yeah like
0: like galaxy still looks like in HD like, it, looks amazing. it
1: looks amazing it looks like a game that came out like in 2030 and it's still good it today, <laughs> which is pretty amazing and what else um, another game that is still game this it still look good this today it doesn't matter what desktop or la- what laptop you're running the game's still amazing because of how the game detailed is uh, Half-Life yeah. games Half- so Half-Life 2 a game came out 2004 if you look back now wow it still looks amazing because how how the amount of technology they push for a PC game like this that with um, they tried to push the innovation of how gaming is physics, story um, character development um, anything anything that pushes amount of game it's just it surprises me that a PC game like this matches up past any game that's become a masterpiece which i understand people are going to say oh what about half life 3 that's a yeah, myth i like, was about to say that like yeah you know, what's, what's <laughs> up with half
0: life it is all like... right so
1: half life so this is what happens so i don't know if you're one of those gamers where like like you're 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 hungry for a game that what's going to happen next to a sequel yeah, so, so let's just say like um What's a game that left on cliffhangers? Major cliffhangers to the where like, there's supposed to be a sequel to this, but instead they made it, uh, they made it as a spin-off. Fire Emblem. So. Oh, Fire Emblem. Um, I forgot which version I have on the GameCube. The most expensive game, by the way.
0: Radiant Dawn? Yeah. Radiant
1: Dawn, there we go. Radiant Dawn. Uh, yeah, that game, the game's ending, funny, I don't want to spoil it, guys, if none of you guys have played it before. But the game ending left a major cliffhanger. A major cliffhanger that you never expected. And many people were saying that, hey, hopefully this game gets a sequel. Well, funny enough, Nintendo said that we're not going to make a sequel to this game, this fantastic uh, Fire Emblem game. I was one of those people like, yes, I can't wait for it. But years later, it became a DS game. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Which is like, ah, oh, I never... Because ex- back then, I never owned a DS. I was oh. a, I was a PSP guy at the time, I but see. I never expected that uh, radium Dawn was going to be this fantastic game of a masterpiece, but... I just didn't expect it at all. The sequel is on the spin-off. Like, why? <laughs> but the funny thing is no one likes the, the sequel to that game because how bad the story is. Really? How bad it is. Yeah, I forgot I think... which title it is, but I remember correctly that the many friends told me that yeah, the the, the sequel that you've been looking for for the GameCube, it's a waste. Which luckily, thank God I saved money at the time because I was thinking about buying the DS just to play that sequel. But in reality, it's done. It's done for. Damn. So I can't blame for for nintendo's um uh, business tactics when it comes to sequels but yeah with your question about half-life um so yeah like the whole the whole ongoing joke with half-life is like people are expecting like all right cool we're gonna wait for another what let me see half-life one came out 1998 and then half-life 2 came out 2001, 2002, four years later it came out four years later and people are like, wow, we're going to wait for, what is it, a sequel again. But in- instead of sequels, they call it uh, episodes. So mm. think of like a Star Wars movie. Like, all right, cool. Uh, Star Wars is going to get a sequel, but they don't call sequels. They're going to call episodes. I and see. Basically, episode one, episode two. But wait, if there's one more, where's episode three?
0: So they've been waiting on episode So three, three for a you?
1: very long time. Wow. Because the last uh, episode lasted on 2007. 2007? Yes. Episode 2. And then people were expecting, alright, cool, we're going to get a, an episode 3. It's years after years later, look like what happens. Yeah, episode 3 is becoming a joke among the Valve community. Because mm. a lot of people saying, oh, Valve doesn't know how to count to 3. <laughs> oh, wow. So, like, 1, 2, and then 1, 2, 4, 5, and then, you know, after that, which is funny. But, but the whole joke about Half-Life is just that Valve... Doesn't want to make games anymore because remember, the most popular digital market right now is obviously Steam. Mm-hmm. Which their last game they ever made that's like still good this today was Portal 2, and that was their last no, Portal 2, and then CSGO, which became a, a big money seller to Valve right now when it comes to cosmetic skins. <sighs> really but bad. now it's just Valve is not gonna make a game. Which, which funny enough, they did make a, a Half Life game but on VR, which really? yes, which they call it Half Life Alex which i never played it even though i have a vr in my house mm. but i was just tempted to buy it just to play it to know what's going to happen later down the road for the story but eventually half-life is going to be a half-life 3 is going to be a thing later because right so? now valve is pushing the new technology which they call a source 2 engine mm. which just think of like uh do you know your your game engines by any chance uh
0: not too great i know like unreal engine okay even just so, the basic okay, stuff yeah
1: so unreal engine so have you seen the, the new technology they're pushing for, for Unreal Engine 5, for the PS, the, the PlayStation 5 press conference?
0: Oh, I've seen some of that, I've okay. seen some of
1: it. So, imagine that, but an engine that took s- so long to develop just to make it look, like, crispy and clear than any game engines in general.
0: Well then. So,
1: Source 2 is basically, just think of Unreal Engine 5, Cry Engine, mixed together into this is what the engine you're going to get. A crispy, very clear Graphics that you're gonna see later down the road.
0: And you're thinking Half-Life 3 is gonna. It's
1: burn. gonna be a thing, cause since Half-Life Alex released on on Steam, you can tell that Valve is like, all right, cool. Since we're bringing back majority of our old school fans and veteran fans, why don't we just make a third game already so we can end this this whole joke slash legacy once <laughs> and for all? Well, wow, <laughs> which I, I I'm one of those people too that I'm a big fan of Half-Life, but once I realized like down the road, it's like, yeah, Half-Life 3 is not gonna happen. But but when Alex came out, was like. There might be some potential ways that Half-Life 3 is going to release, but unfortunately, Valve is their you know, moneymaker, which is Steam, obviously, because right now, there's just thinking like, all right, should we make games, or we should just continue distributing other games in our market so we can make money out of it, and that's it, simple, Man. which, it's, it kind of sucks that a game that you want to see, that you want to know what's going to happen later down the road for a story, it's never going to happen. Wow, <laughs> that's, yeah. So...
0: I guess uh, I think that's a pretty uh, good send off for the next topic. Oh, or, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, it's um, well, we're don't, I don't know how long this is gonna be, but we're in the 25 minute mark now.
1: Already? Yeah. Oh, ready, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it, it, this is that's the thing with these things, you know, you just can't go on and on. But no, that was a, I think that's a decent, you know, like I, yeah, I'm more of the more Nintendo side of things, so a lot of stuff you told me was kind of new stuff, and you know, that's yeah. pretty intriguing, so um, but yeah, so hopefully Half Life 3 does happen eventually i'm sure it will someday <laughs> but anyways move on to our next topic which is just movies we just talked about um uh, oh, and, and uh. maybe this go more to movies we like actually do like more things because so, you know there's so much negativity um i
1: understand that movies right now they're in the
0: it, they're in a the stasis because of the pandemic
1: well that's the funny thing because yeah. like right now what is it i understand that right now movies are not well made because i understand that right now everybody's panicking with the whole <laughs> pandemic which is that's another story guys but for movies wise i i understand that movie quality has been dumbed down which i started to realize it until mm-hmm. like the years passed. because the last time i ever watched something that amazes me this today which is um of what is it a robot movie really, that I um I don't, familiar. you ever heard of district nine with the bugs no, you ever heard about it? Oh. <laughs> no, I see. But uh, the same guy who made District 9, guys, is him, and also he made the sequel. Well, not sequels, but I'm guessing somewhat spin-off sequels, like you see them. So as an example for him, for the director who made District 9, which is uh, Elysium, and also, of course, Chappie, which is the only three movies that he made for sci-fi so far. Really good movie, guys. I highly recommend it. But, but yeah, when it comes to movies... It's somewhat a, <laughs> it's somewhat a, t- a turn oil, which I understand. Many people are not gonna have a good taste of movies, which I understand. Yeah, yeah. So look at look at Mulan as an example, which is, I understand. People are gonna say that oh, Disney needs to stop remaking movies because the classics always be the better, but in- eventually some of those classics can transform into a disaster. So like, which like I said, guys, I'm not into the. The whole controversy that's happening on Mulan. I'm not a big fan of it when it comes to talk about politics. That's a different whole story, guys. But movie qualities, it's just... It surprises me that over the past years... So, an example, 80s and 90s. Yeah, you can tell Hollywood do really care about the entertainment back then. Versus now. It's, it's all about, oh, we're going to make movies for 14-year-olds and <laughs> oh and China. That's pretty much it. So, Which is... It surprises me that let me see what movie that it pushes too much of the envelope when it comes to innovation for story and and character development obviously is the the mcu movies which
0: uh, yeah, i was about to bring that up like that's my first example so uh,
1: funny enough like if any of you guys are gonna ask me like oh have you ever watched an mcu movie no in my entire life i never watched really? an mcu movie not
0: even iron man nope, no not
1: even iron man all the way to Endgame. really so if you ask me like a particular movie like anything that's related to MCU I'll say just absolutely unfortunate no because I'm not a big fan of, of basically what the Marvel movies are going for it went from what is it from rated art to PG-13 movies back then which mm-hmm. is obviously the ones that many people don't like back then so let's just say an example what movies that it went from like Meh from the 2000s era uh, the Punisher movies they only made two movies so far one from, I forget what's the dude's name from the, Af- I forget what's the dude from the from the movie Greaser, the the. the
0: I can't say I'm familiar, honestly. You
1: haven't seen the movie Greaser?
0: No. Oh she... uh,
1: well, it's a girls' movie that everybody talks about. Uh, <laughs> but, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, he comes out in in the uh, in the movie itself, and then what else? Uh, Ghost Rider <laughs> Many um, people don't uh, like it
0: Of course Spider-Man You kind of missed that Spider-Man out. I that, forgot about that That was a that. pretty good trilogy though You know. Was...
1: Obviously people are not gonna say Oh but we hate Spider-Man 3 Which I'll be honest I, I, with you
0: I personally enjoy it I enjoy it Like, oh, blah, like why are you
1: Like I'll be honest with you If you ask me a, a question Like what movie I prefer I'd rather say Spider-Man 3 But the thing is I, I understand that the, the Spider-Man trilogy Is not It's not related to the MCU yeah, It's it's, yeah. its own universe But If you ask me, like, I'd rather watch Spider-Man 3 than any MCU movie. Because that just tells me that I hate the MCU universe. Because it's just... I understand. It has its
0: merits. uh, I will say that.
1: I understand because I'm not a big fan of, like, watching CGI movies. Which is, like... (sighs) Like, I understand. Like, I watched a shit ton of, like, CGI movies in the past. Such as Star Wars as an example from the prequel trilogy. But when it comes to, like, pushing every CGI scene one by another another it just gets very tedious to the point where like yeah, yeah mcu movies are just they're trying to do it to look it more flashy which i understand yeah
0: and i guess to that i could speak uh, i'm more of a recent mcu fan like and this might be a shocker to some of you my first mcu movie was infinity war i was like i'm being that serious like for what? a good for a good while <laughs> yeah my last marvel movie i watched was spider-man 3 in theaters and um until then i because again with things in life and everything i just kind of dipped out and then uh for a school food trip they had infinity war so I was like you know i'm just gonna go to see it and stuff and you know since then and watched some of mc movies you know and i enjoy them and i think one thing i will say to um what you just said right now is that they do have their own merit but i don't think we'll ever really see a movie like spider-man 2 or even the original spider-man ever again like, just the way Hollywood is right now, and when it comes to CGI, and again, this is why I bring up Spider-Man more specifically, something that kind of annoys me, and annoys a lot of people too, just the amount of CGI more specifically in a suit, in, in the fact that they have a physical suit made for Tom Holland, but they cover it in CGI in the final product, which in some cases, yeah, it looks alright, but when you get more close-up shots, yeah
1: like you can tell a big difference yeah when it comes to and, such and, as,
0: and that's the thing with spider-man he's meant to be more grounded more you know simple superhero i guess you could say with, you know, basically
1: a a kid who's chasing his dreams to become a greatest superhero to the point where like like what is the good ways and what is the bad ways of becoming a, a superhero so you can save your life and also others lives too
0: yeah and uh, yeah yeah that whole groundedness and at least with going to uh, toby Maguire, because there were obviously some cgi scenes back in those days like um but it was like you know a physical suit where you could see it on screen my biggest problem at least with some of the movies as you said before you know some of the cgi looks pretty great which actually fun fact okay so you know okay uh, spoilers fan game in case you haven't seen it you know iron man dies so you know that that whole thing (laughs) yeah um okay can you know that whole daniel snap he says i am inedible
1: yeah i remember that
0: there's a little fun fact i saw this um in the youtube video when he snaps his finger apparently his fingers, like, animation-wise, actually clip into his arm. Yeah, uh, if you guys, I'll show you after this. But uh, (laughs) that's a little animation error. He actually clips into his arm, which, again, the CGI, especially for Infinity War and Endgame, is absolutely phenomenal in, in so many ways. But at least, you know, more for an artistic perspective, at least for me, I would rather have these movies spend less on CGI since... I don't know about you, so let's say like yeah again for game or Infinity War. There's Thanos. He looks so realistic, so real. Looks great. And also
1: very menacing as a yeah. as a villain that you never expected in the MCU yeah. um, universe. Which is it surprised me that that uh, an underrated uh, villain became an overrated villain, <laughs> which is pretty funny because no con- one no one back then knows who Thanos, which yeah. is funny enough because I was one of the among few people that talk about Thanos back when I was a kid, and then years later probably say in in middle school when thanos comes out as a cameo appearance in in gardens yeah gardens of the universe which another movie like i said i've never seen all of them but i've seeing seen clips of it but it just surprises me that they're gonna bring out this guy as a new villain yeah, yeah, to the think, big screen which yeah, is like why in, in the
0: comic wasn't the motivation just trying to appease mistress death or something like that yeah yeah but, that, the, that, but, but here, the biggest simp
1: but the but here's a funny thing about but um thanos is because the in the comics He's a very violent dude. (laughs) He's a very violent dude that you never expected. So, one issue I remember reading it, I think it's the the dark version of the Avengers. Thanos just ripped Iron Man in half. Really? Which is like, whoa, you never expected this villain is going to be that violent. But in the, course, in the MCU version, he's more of a, of course, a menacing PG-13-like character. Which uh, He's still good. I'll admit it, he's still good. But it's just that I just prefer... Him being more menacing, like in the comics, like he did in the, in the what he did in the previous issues, versus now it's just like snapping people's you know appearances away. It's just like this is what he does for Thanos. It kind of seems pretty. Nice. It seems pretty yeah. lackluster. I guess. <laughs> lackluster, yes, because uh, it's just like okay, big a big purple dude who has the the most powerful weapon on the universe. Snap people's appearances, and that's it. That's his attack. Like that seems pretty like
0: yeah like where's
1: the where's the stuff that where he actually attacks versus oh. now it's just i understand they actually mo they put more effort on the end game, which I saw clips of it hmm. which is not that bad it's just like they put they just it's mostly a guy who 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 attacks but without physical basically it's kind of like a like uh let me see what's an example character that he doesn't attacks in person like in physically way but he attacks in minds oh like a Jedi is an example Oh, okay. so it's kinda like a like a Sith Lord that that uh, he will attack you with his own mind which mm. is like pretty cool Pal- Palpatine, guess, Palpatine yeah. as an example or or the other Sith Lords that, that uh, from previous games or comics that no one talks about or some people do talk about it if they're really veterans of the uh, Star Wars mm. but it's just surprising me that Thanos like it's him just standing like alright you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to snap you out of your existence. I'm like, cool, uh, but...
0: It is re- recreating something that happened in the comic books. So, yeah, so. but the
1: funny thing is, uh, in the Avengers, No. Is it... Uh, by any chance, it's Infinity War, right? That started first? Oh, what with, do you mean? With Thanos? Yeah. Okay. Well, he so. was introduced
0: right at the end of the first Avengers. The yeah. First, okay. Yeah, he was a like cameo appearance and then, you know, so on. Okay, but, yeah.
1: so... and Thanos, like, I, I was expecting, like... He's gonna be killed by someone else that who's gonna be more powerful. I was expecting from uh, what is it from Doctor Strange villains? Which what is it? Uh, Not Dorm- Dormammu. Dormammu a very he's a very weak villain, really? <laughs> which is funny enough because if you read the comics, all he does is just talks and then intimidates. But once you actually attack him physically, he's like, "Don't hurt me, please." Really? Damn. <laughs> I don't read enough, too
0: many comics. Yeah. Um, but
1: I was expecting somewhat, which another underrated villain that. That my brother and I, we talk about, and we're huge fans of it, which is uh, Shumagora. Shumagora. Which is a, a tentacle, bean-like creature, but this tentacle, bean-like creature is a god. Which, oh. he's, oh. basically, he's a dimensional eater that he can, he can basically force you and be his, 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 uh, his slave. Which is pretty crazy about this guy. I was expecting him, for for Thanos, getting killed by... Another villain that it's gonna be like, holy cow! What we're gonna do with this new villain now? He's gonna be more powerful than anyone else. I see. Cause I was expecting Shumagoroth as the new villain. Cause I want to see him more of the movies. Cause he's a very menacing villain. That he can basically, he can destroy anyone, anyone. Cause he killed Doctor Strange like five times in a row, which is how powerful he is. Cause. To the point where they had to seal him away, kind of like with Master Roshi's uh, move in the in the manga and also the show. The Mafuba? The Mafuba, yes. <laughs> so they had to seal him away because of how powerful he is. Damn. Just think of like like an evil god that is going to terrorize people's dimensions. Yeah, be just say to your goodbyes and that's it, guys. Because you're uh, done.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, speaking of that, I guess this kind of connects to what you were saying earlier about like uh, the MC movies are a little more, I guess you could say mainstream.
1: Well, that's the big problem. Yeah, behind I, right I now. feel like,
0: yeah, in the sense that at least that type of villain, I, I'm assuming, yeah, more down the line, they might introduce them. It's just the fact that and when it comes to these movies, yeah, yeah, especially nowadays, they kind of very, like, again, they slim them slim them down to very make it simplified enough for core... It's not only... Because you also gotta realize, for these movies, not only just us, the comic book fans, or just the Marvel fans in general. Just the main audience, like like a random dad out there. He's gonna watch the movies with his kids. They want to... For them to be able to understand it, which has its pros and its cons. Pros, you know, it puts a bigger audience to these new characters that have never been able to be exposed to before. But then the cons, of course, you know, it strips a lot away of the characters, like you said with Daniels. The comics, you know, he, he rips people apart. But in the, the movies, <laughs> you know, it, depending how you look at it, because I think Daniels' only physical fight, as far as I remember, other than Endgame, in game in Infinity War, it was against the Hulk.
1: Yeah, and and the Hulk and the Nazi. He just shows- he yeah. basically did a, a three hit combo and then he's done. <laughs> Which yeah. is like yeah. I, it happens in the comics but it's just like how they how they depict it in the movie, it's just they did it so wrong. It looks like they hit him like five or four times, but in the comic he only hit him twice and then he doesn't want to deal with the, the mess with Thanos. Basically he's like, I don't wanna be part of your problem guys, this is your problem so I may sound like a like a little girl, but yeah, I don't wanna deal with your problems guys. Damn. <laughs> it's just, it's surprising that like, a strong very strong uh character from the avengers decided to leave like hey i don't want to you i don't want to be your problem guys so this <laughs> is your problem but the thing is they have another strong character which it just pisses me off which is
0: Wait, who? thor because
1: thor? <laughs> thor? dude he's literally god himself and well, he got thunder which he can basically defeat thanos like it was no like it was no tomorrow but instead they decided to like, oh we're just going to leave Hope behind because no one cares about him. Of course people are going to care, but it's just that it kind of, uh, they kind of did him dirty, uh. which is another problem.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, in but, the case with Thor, um, yeah, now I'm trying to think about it. Other than the beginning of Infinity War, r- right at the end, at that point Thanos already had the Infinity Stones. Yeah, so.
1: which is like, I understand that th- uh, Thanos' main objective is just get all the stones and then make it his own world that he wants to see but in reality it's just realize like oh i just killed these guys for nothing so it's better i just live like in a depressed like villain and then make myself more powerful in the end which is like like what, what's this <laughs> what's this themes that i'm not aware of It's just they it kind of what
0: are you talking about end game or uh, they, end
1: or... game it's just it, it kind of makes me i'll say a turnaround it's just, just like i understand that Thanos is trying to make it look like. This is what I did to humanity. I fixed the problem. Cool. And then once he realized, damn, I just destroyed humanity for nothing, for my entertainment purposes, which I understand a villain like him, they wanted to do the right thing versus the bad thing. And then he thinks himself, like, oh, I just killed humanity for no reason then. I want to torture them again and then do the same thing and then be sad again. Like, what's this mentality yeah. of villains nowadays? It it's called? just.
0: Yeah, I guess in the case of Endgame, I think it was the past Thanos from twenty fourteen who came mm-hmm. in.
1: too. Well, which, funny enough that's supposed to be the the villain that we're gonna get in the movies. Versus now they made him look like I don't know what particular <laughs> version of Thanos that that people see is just well what I see in the in the in the cameo scene from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, he looks like the actual Thanos that I remember in the comics, which is amazing to me. Versus in the new one, it's just. Like, uh, I don't know what to say about this one particularly.
0: Yeah, yeah that's one thing, I guess, with the MCU, you can tell over time they kind of changed the direction of how or where they were taking down. Like, yeah, I guess you could say he had, he had a more comic accurate appearance and even, I guess, character to how he is in the comics. Like, just the way he acted, the very yeah. little we did see. And with Infinity War, like, I'm not too sure what happened, I don't know what changed or what made him change it, you know. They just you know, decided to change his character a little, t- change his motivation from appeasing Mrs- Mistress Death to, I guess, wiping half the universe, so, yeah, you know, again, you know, some things, I guess, they do in the MCU to kind of streamline it and see, you know, what works. Well, just, that's
1: the big problem about movies now in these days, because they care about more of, like I said about video games, they care about more of, like, just money in general, which is a bad thing, because that's basically, that's where quality is going to go. It's like... Basically, you want quality movies or quantity movies. I rather take quality movies that I want to see story developments, character developments, environments, and also just the the quality of South of Its film versus a quantity film. is just but yeah, that's that's the big problem about just quality well quantity movies in general. Cause I never expected that. Like if you look back from the movies from the '80s and '70s and then from '90s, you can tell they really care about the entertainment wise for what movies were was made back then so let's just say an example like uh, any popular movie I'll probably say like Predator Terminator Alien uh, Aliens the Karate m- Kid Karate Kid movies those are movies that wow you never expected that you will be entertained versus now it's just Give me your money, I don't care about what you say about the movie, as long as I made a buck out of it. That's basically which, what's the new movie generos. At the
0: end of the day, all this it is a business. Like it is an art form. Oh we have our dog we have the dog right here, so you might hear a little noises, but <laughs> don't worry guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. You know, again, at the end of the day, it's it's always a business. It's just that one thing I always feel like especially like something like Disney, for example. They have so much money, they they can literally afford to take a risk. And when they don't take that risk, or like these live-action remakes, or you know, even with the Marvel movies, hey, maybe go far out. You know, Marvels took chances, but I want them to see you know how far they can stretch that again. You know, make things like like you said more with Deadpool. One thing I'm worried about is that they're gonna probably you know dumb them down a little for the MCU version. That's, well, here's
1: the thing about Disney, which is since they're the they're basically what they are. But yeah, that's the big problem behind it. It's just with Disney now, it's just since they got the big three, they, they got, the no, they got two biggest IPs, which is uh, Star Wars and then Marvel. But the thing is about, they, they put more time on Marvel, which is funny enough, which is that's their moneymaker versus Star Wars. That's another thing they, they, I want them to do good, but
0: <laughs> it's just, it
1: disappointed me as a Star Wars fan myself, since I'm a huge fan of it. It's just, like, why things, would you do this to yeah, do, do, do this franchise? About,
0: yeah, there's things about Disney Star Wars I do like, but for the most part...
1: Uh, it's just so bad. Like, the only good uh, ones, like, if you're gonna ask a Star Wars fan, like, what was the most... What, what was the, the great Star Wars fan from all Disney sequels? They're gonna say it's Rogue One. Oh, oh, Rogue Trust One. Trust me.
0: Yeah, I, yeah we, I like Rogue One. It's pretty It's cool.
1: funny, because, like, if you're gonna ask a, a new Star Wars fan, they're gonna say, oh, what was their new one? Obviously, they're gonna say Episode 7, 8, and 9 but from uh, a Star Wars fan who's been the longest in this scene, they're gonna say obviously it's Rogue One, because Rogue One carries the, the old elements like what Star Wars meant to be back then. Mm. Which it's still funny, but it's just, now, like I said, it's just nothing but money makes. Which is, that's a big trauma about yeah. for movies nowadays.
0: Yeah, how do you want to get it. I don't even want to
1: think about the Star the, No. Okay. Let's <laughs> actually,
0: let move on to the new topic. We're right. in the 45 minute mark. so. We'll see how long we can keep this going, but we're gonna talk about anime now. So I anime. guess to put put I guess my thing on anime is that I would like to see a lot more of it. It's just the fact that time is my biggest factor against it. But I guess I guess a simple rundown of some anime I've seen over the past years, of course like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, I've seen Super as well, GT. I uh, have not seen the original Dragon Ball, though. You so, haven't? No, I, I need to make more time for that. Wow. Um, other classics like, of course, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, you know, simple stuff like that. I guess they could add Sonic X in there. Um, uh, what else? Like, Haruhi Suzumiya, Lucky Star. Um, uh, when I was in college, uh, we were in the anime club. Well, some of the ones we watched were Devil's Apart Timer. Um... Oh my god, what was the, what was the other ones? I don't want to say they were forgettable, but, you know, that, that's off the top of my head. But I guess, uh, what's your list of anime you've uh,
1: seen? When it comes to the list of anime, funny enough, thanks to... You ever grew up with Cartoon Networks before?
0: Yeah, okay. I've seen some.
1: So, I don't know if you remember, guys, but back in Cartoon Networks, they will bring out some, like, some holy, holy shit titles that you never expected that they're gonna be in Cartoon Network. thanks to... Like, uh, Which is, you know, like you mentioned, Toonami. Mm-hmm. I grew up with the Toonami era back then, great. Mm-hmm great shows they put but it's just i'm very surprised that those animes that i watched back then in tsunami were really great dragon ball dragon ball z um i forgot this one submarine anime which comes out with the actor the voice actor from trunks uh gundam Yu, Yu hakashu uh what else what's another one samurai champloo no i know people are going to say naruto but Funny enough, I'm not a big fan of Naruto. Really? I've she, never seen it before. i never seen like, it myself. How many
0: episodes are you it's like, a, like a, They're like 500 right 500? now. 500? Yes. Oh my god. With the
1: sequel, which is... Shri- Shippuden? Shippuden, there we go. Yeah. Uh, but, it's quite surprised that... Uh, I grew up with those classics, but except Naruto. I did watch all the way to episode 10. That's pretty much it. But, when it comes to anime i only watch the old stuff which is like like i mentioned those before yu yu Hakushi, dragon ball dragon ball z um other obscure animes that no one wants to talk about the other ones that they they're underappreciated because how they they're even they're good but the thing is no one talks about so yeah. as an example like uh um what is it another anime that it was pretty much i grew up with the violet stuff which oh, funny wow. enough <laughs> but like yeah. none of none of the whole not not the whole sexual content BS. No, it's just straight up just action and violence, which is um, an yeah. example <laughs> like uh, what is it Fist of the North Star, which is a very good anime that came out in the 80s. Thanks to my my, uh, my big bro, he introduced me to the show because if I, I remember correctly there was a, a an arcade game that features the characters in it, which is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, what's this show? It looks pretty interesting. It's just a bunch of buff dudes. Like think of JoJo. But this is the predecessor of JoJo. What it looks like back then. then. Oh, but it's amazes me about the show that it's all about some, some dude, wants to be the strongest, helps people. But in reality, <laughs> the whole joke about pistol of the North Star is whatever. He saves people, he fails it, which oh. is like uh, that's the whole ongoing joke with the with the show. But and also that of course the the infamous meme that everyone uses a lot in YouTube videos are just. Internet, which is the Mushin Maya which is you're already dead, that's what it translates into. Really, yes, that's what you see those memes everywhere. And yeah, that. I'm
0: trying to think, I, I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that. Hey, say it again,
1: O Maya Mushin, which means you're already dead, and it makes that like that really heartbeat noises, ear rape. That's what really? it is, yes, that's what, what that's basically hell? that's another classics. I remember watching it before. But funny enough, throughout my, my middle school and, and high school ages, no one talks about the anime that, that I grew up with, which is funny enough. Because only of one person that he knows what I'm talking about. But luckily, thank God, me and him, we grew connection of it to know what anime shows that we like. Mm. And I just never expected that a... Like, if you talk about anime, people are going to ask you, oh, which one do you watch? Oh, Demon Slayer, sure, Sh- uh, What's that sequel called? Uh, Shippuden? Shippuden, Arthur Shippuden, uh Demon Slayer, like I mentioned. Yeah, I've seen o- some of Demon Slayer, um,
0: sort of, Alright.
1: Overlord, and some other generic anime. Of course, right now, people are talking about, oh, what will the, the girl with the with the big breast called Yuzuki-chan watch oh, Yeah.
0: I've seen the episode. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I will say that. I don't know. It has some well, charm to it. Well,
1: here's the funny thing when it comes to me, my relationship with anime, because <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but like, Every time when I, when I see an anime show, I get very disappointed to know. I can tell by the quality, but it's gonna be bad. So, uh, how so? Let's, like, what is it? Let's just say what show that it grew my. I thought this show was gonna be great, but in reality, it's just a massive disappointment. Because it's just. It felt like I'm watching more of a snuff film than an actual anime itself, which is. Uh, I forgot. Some girl with, the, with pink hair and then she has ears. I forgot what's her name. Pink. But
0: hair and ears like
1: cat yeah. ears yeah i think it's cat ears Or i can i can't tell what ears that she has but I, 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 but
0: uh i think i may be familiar but i really but don't know i honestly. forgot it.
1: but she has abilities where like you thought she will attack you in in physical form no she attacks you through through psychedelic forms which is like uh let me see how's an example like uh i think i can't think of an example but yeah what she attacks you is she attacks you through um, through ghost forms, which is pretty crazy. Like, she can't... Like, you thought like she's going to kill you by slicing you? No, she cuts you in half. Well, without, dang. like, moving her arms, which is pretty crazy. But th- throughout the entire episodes, I feel like I was watching more of a, a snuff film than the actual <laughs> anime. It was like, oh, what's the story all about? No, it's just killings. I'm like, really? That's it? Damn. And it was a very bad anime, like, the first time I watched it. Then a few years later, since... Um, I was more of a Dragon Ball guy. I was like, "All right, cool. I want to see what Super's all about." Uh, I don't know if you're gonna hate me, guys, but I hate Super. Damn, that's a <laughs> Super's is- like it-, it has its moments, but it's just that uh, like it doesn't carry the the elements what Z did in the past. So I yeah, I think that's a
0: good way to put it. It's Just it, yeah, it definitely does have its moments, especially with the tournament power and stuff
1: like that. But. The the only big issue behind for me for Dragon Ball Super is just. Where's the violence? That's uh, the... actually
0: there is an explanation for that. Long story short, at least from what I heard from YouTubers like Geekdom One Hundred One, um, J- uh, Japan from like back then when Dragon Ball Z- Dragon Ball Z was made to now changed a lot with its whole like TV airing rules. Not only that, Super aired at a 90 AM time slot at Sundays, so basically a little more tailored for younger children. If that makes sense.
1: Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So.
0: Um... Cause,
1: so I'm assuming Super wants to make it more of like a. Like a pg-13 version of i guess you could
0: say that like i mean dragon ball like it never like went out of like full of, like guts everywhere you know except yeah. for like like gohan killing the Cell so juniors that's a moment well that's
1: a big problem about uh what's super it's just like i understand that they're trying to make it more like uh whatchamacallit they're trying to please the the new audiences this yeah. is what the show they're gonna get it's funny because I, I know one person who watched straight up Super, which is funny enough. Mm-hmm. And I ask him, have you ever watched Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball or even the the updated version of Z, which is Kai, by mm-hmm. the way. And that's that's another version I hate really? still this today because if you're gonna like if some people are gonna ask me, oh, why Dragon Ball Z Kai? That's a good one. Unfortunately, that's a big no for me because mm-hmm. they cut out a lot of the good parts in the in the Kai version, uh-huh. mostly the Violet part. So I don't know if you remember in Z where Yamcha gets killed pretty violently by the hands of Dr. Jiro, where he impaled him. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, okay, that part. So imagine showing the the entire part we got killed. Of course, they're going to show it, but they're going to show the aftermath, what happens after. They cut out immediately, oh. where the blood's spilling a lot, which is like... I understand Kai, they're trying to make it look like more PG, which yeah. I hated, because some of the parts in Dragon Ball Z are rated R, which you never expected. Mm. So that's what I really like about Dragon Ball Z, because it surprises me, like, wow, show like this, like... It may look like a kid show, but in reality, it's not exactly. Because mm. once you realize, like, when you see Raditz's death for the first time, oh. like in episode, what, three or two, yeah, he gets devil beamed by. <laughs> by, uh. Oh, wait, what happened? Uh, oh, oh, no, just
0: game.
1: But he gets devil beamed by, by, of course, Piccolo, along with his brother Goku, which both of them get killed pretty violently, you never expected. Dude yeah. spilling blood, of course, dude's coughing blood, versus now in Super, it's just like, oh. I punch you so hard, it's nothing but sweat. I'm like, what's, <laughs> like, like, what's this? Or even gut punch, you're, it's like you're spilling water instead of blood. I'm like, like, what is this mess? Like, yeah. I, 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 like, I never understand what's, what's happening with, with Japan. Because I, because I heard one story that in Japan they are is because back then Japan's all about like, all right, we're gonna make something that's a masterpiece, but we're gonna go all out, balls to the wall, which is cool for them versus now they became somewhat like pretty soft which I hate that term because I, I like Japan's culture but I just never expected that they're gonna be this much of a kind of a, like a soft boy kind of oh, culture je- which is I don't like it but I start to realize like anime's quality right now is pretty much dumbed down because it's just nothing but fan services and it's just basically a, a quick buck so like an example like Yuzuki chan oh, uh, je- there's not many much what to do with that show it's just, like, it's just basically her of course people they're going to just target her cuz she's the main point of the character but yeah. when it comes to her it's just like damn dude these shows are just there's so much clickbait it's just it's it's a clickbait yeah, so it's show like a
0: more of a one note like i guess you could say one dimensional character which i haven't seen more, much of Zaki Chan
1: yeah there is some
0: uh, anime where you can just tell this is like i guess the single tune is going to play the entire entire way that's through, that's yeah. That's a big
1: problem with me, because I know someone who's a big anime freak, like, not like me, but like, I'm somewhat of a casual dude when it comes to anime, but it's just, oh, yeah, you can, uh, well, yeah, but, so. but yeah, the, when it comes to anime, it's just, it's so, it's just so clickbaity. That's why I never <laughs> like about it, because I have a friend of mine, well, not technically a friend of mine, but, like, I'll probably say, like, an acquaintance in Discord that I know. We met him in person through Offroad. funny enough, uh, that's a different story, but whatever i talk to him about anime is just like i try my best to watch the new ones that everybody talks about so like demon slayer overlord and some other bs it's not my thing because it's just it's so it just looks it looks irritated that's Hmm. that's the big problem about anime it's just i understand that it's more of like oh we're gonna make a very attractive female character we're gonna pass it off like as money basically they're using uh the design is just to make money out of it and no i'm not talking about like just females in general but it's just this that's just it, the way the the show it's it's meant to be that's yeah, the big problem yeah, behind it merchandise and all
0: that which again it's all business it's just you know how i guess they take upon that business you have the ability to make good art you know anime can be amazing art like we just you know give examples of like
1: dragon ball z yeah, yeah and all, all that um, just um uh, i don't know if you ever heard what i don't know if you ever watched yu, yu Hakusho very good show by the I way i
0: never know it's
1: the same dudes who made uh the same voice actors who were on dragon ball z during that show oh, okay then. it's good show by the way but the uh, that show has great um, has a great art style but it's just now if you look at it in, right now in, in anime it's just it's more of like you said like a business because it's just i understand that shows right now is just like eh, they're there but the thing is Mostly right now that you see it's mostly mainstream which is a big problem like say same thing with video games and movies and shows which that's another topic guys that we're going to talk about it and the next but it's just it surprises me for myself as an anime fan like a casual one that I watched over the past year since Um I'm, I'm kind of like eh I wouldn't mind watching this but I wouldn't mind watching this it's just I gotta take myself some time it's just right now I'm more of an old school anime. So I if you mention something like in the eighties, nineties or the early two thousands, I wouldn't mind talking about it. But when it comes to the new ones, it's just like like some dude comes up to me or some girl comes up to me, like, Hey, did you watch this? Did you watch that? It's like Unfortunately no, it's because it's not my style. Mm. I understand. There there's some great there's some great things with it, but it's just that I don't like what anime's been going right now, which is a big problem. It just feels like, Oh, uh, They can censor this of a part of a popular show like Dragon Ball Super, which it's a very, it's I wouldn't say a highly censorship show because it's just there's hardly any violence. Yeah. Versus, what else? What's another show that they cut out the violence because it was too much? JoJo, as an example, I watch all of it except through part four, part five. Dang. But um, if you watch all the way to part one, part three. There's some violent parts that they, they have to cut it out, which is funny enough. The only way you have to watch it through the Blu-ray version, which Aww. everybody hates. this today. <laughs> But uh, it's just it's surprising me that popular anime shows get the they get the censorship treatment, which is a bad thing. Cause like, how the heck are they gonna see what what version that it's meant to be seen versus some generic some generic ass show that has just women of course with you know big butts and just big breasts it's just like <laughs> really they can't censor that but oh when it comes to censoring the the violence like it's like really like why they have to censor the goods the good popular shows that japan it was known for versus now is like oh they can't censor that it's because fan service mm. i'm like uh it's just it, it annoys me for me same thing with my brother it's I, I try my best to be more productive when it comes to these anime shows I did watch a little bit of Super, what happened, because funny enough, I was in Mexico when that happened with the the whole event, with the three last episodes.
0: Oh, with, I see. You know,
1: with the final battle with Jiren yeah. and Goku. Just to know what's the whole fuss about, because funny enough, I visited there, and they vacation. So, I was just there like, oh, wait, I forgot where my dad lives. There's going to host a really big event that, that's involved with Dragon Ball Super. I watched it. I was kind of quite disappointing,
0: because
1: mm. <laughs> I, I thought the fight's going to be good, but it's just, they cut off mostly... The good parts that in the manga that they show mostly is nothing but action scenes, but in the show they just talks it just shows the more talking scenes, which is like okay, replace the talking scenes into the action scenes, please. I just want to see what's <laughs> gonna happen. But that's the big problem with when it comes to new anime. It's just it's they try their best to be more more kid friendly, but they're trying to hide it as a as an adult show, but in the kid friendly form, which is that's the funny thing behind mosquitoes
0: it. Mosquitoes around here. Oh
1: yeah, but yeah. That's the big problem behind with anime now in these days. But I don't know about your perspective about um, anime. But what do you think of it? The current the, the current situation with anime versus the old anime. Yeah,
0: as I said before, you know. At least for me personally. Uh, uh, taking the time to even see anime. That's uh, become a rarity for me. But just. Uh, again with a lot of things that. Uh, a lot of. A lot of it. Oh shit. But. Yeah so. Like a, a lot of. You know. I. That makes it tough for me because you know I can't really compare again Dragon Ball and all that those classics or even stuff I guess in the mid 2000s like uh, Haruhi Suzumiya, that's really what I got to compare it to but a lot of mainstream anime at least I feel again when it comes to the mainstream now they got to try to appeal to a more broader audience and I feel again you know those cliches and all things there there's a new event of stuff of course you know you gotta get you gotta gonna get your Oh my God, I don't even know off the top of my head, but I, again, you know, same thing with all these other things that we talked about earlier. I'm just hoping all these studios—uh, I mean the big ones—to where you got the opportunity to make something great, just take chances. You know, I, again, of course, it's always a business. You always got some merchandise. It's just the way it is. But um, yeah, I'm just—you know—that's what I'm just hoping with this. Uh, you
1: know. No, I can't blame you there. It's just. Right now, everybody has their own taste with anime. It just depends, like, what they're... what they're looking for, exactly. Yeah. What shows that appeals to them, and then they will like it, but...
0: Yeah, yeah for me, it's, you know, Dragon Ball, like, oh, except heroes. I, I can't follow heroes. I can. To me, can. it's just a Dragon Ball show that things happen. It's just, I don't know what's going on. It's, That's,
1: it's just, just basically Dragon Ball GT 2.0. That's basically really? it's, it's just basically, think of, like, of course... GT's not canon, but when it comes to super, it's just think of like, okay, we're gonna have these characters and then this other character into this spin-off show that everybody's gonna hate but like at the same time, which is mm. heroes. But, it's just, think of like, uh, I don't know you ever heard this video game called Mugen.
0: Mugen, no. No,
1: it's just, it's just a stupid fan service fighting <laughs> game, which is like, think of like, like think of a stronger character versus a strong character. Versus another strong character, who's going to be the strongest? It's just basically some stupid fan service BS that's like nice. a stronger character versus a strong... So basically an example like, uh let's just say Ultra Instinct Goku versus some other anime that came from the from the video games or from the show or movie. It doesn't matter. It's basically what it is. It's just colliding each other to know like a bunch of strong dudes just beating up uh, other strong dudes and that's it. That's basically what you're watching.
0: I see. But, at least for me, like, as I said before, Dragon Ball, anything, pretty much, I'm waiting for Super to return. That'll hook me back in. Well... Uh, and Slice Alive. I'm more... Of, yeah, when it comes to anime or some shows, I just wanna just relax and just, you know...
1: Just watch it.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: like, here's the yeah. fu- funny truth that I'm gonna break it up to you with the with, uh, new season. That's uh, a gonna happen with Dragon Ball Super. It's probably which is because right now the the, the dude who's what? making the Dragon Ball Super manga versions. Oh, uh, uh, Torotaro, is... Taro. yes, which is the the new legacy character. <laughs> but uh, the big problem behind it is just he's trying to uh, please more of the manga, the manga uh. fans. Because right now he's on the new arc, which is the the moral arc. It's. Pretty, pretty intense right now. Really? Which I like,
0: haven't been yeah. following, so I'm not even sure what's going on. Oh,
1: trust me, dude. If you have time to watch the new manga volumes right now with the uh, Morrow arc, which is that's the new arc right now.
0: He's like some goat dude or whatever? Yes. That's, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, think of Majin Buu, but this guy's. He's, he's way vicious than Majin Buu, which is pretty intense. Damn. Yeah. It's funny because I compare it to all the arcs. It's nothing but. Uh, oh, you Yeah, hold up. Oh, uh, hold on, guys. We'll be right back. Miss Chad Anderson, but, but um, yeah, the thing with the with the new arc is pretty intense because I never expected that. Like from all the arcs from Dragon Ball Super, all of them are completely trash. Really? Yep. <laughs> I'll be honest because I try myself to I try to put a sm- I, I, I try I put myself a smile to my face. Like I understand people are gonna say, "Oh, what about the Goku Black arc?" It's eh. It's just just your your stereotypical oh. I'm invincible, I can assure you guys, that's it. I've seen those animes before, it's just very cliche, but... When it comes to the Goku Black arc, it's just like, I understand that that's the most popular one of all of them, from all the arcs, except the the Tournament of uh, Power Power Saga. Mm -hmm. But, like, from all the arcs, they're so bad, they're so badly written, that's the big problem behind that. They're Uh, so, they're poorly paced, and also, it's just, they can't decide, like, who's the, like... Basically, they want to nerf and buff them. So, like, you remember Goku back then in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, he was pretty much the strongest. Versus Super is, like... What did they do did did to him? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, like, like yeah. what's going on with them? It's like, okay, you have Vegeta, which is another person who's trying to surpass him, which he did in the... Oh. Okay, I gotta keep myself quiet in that one, which I kind of <laughs> nearly spoiled it on the, in the new manga. But, it's just... Okay, you have Vegeta, who's trying to surpass him, you have Gohan, who's supposed to be the strongest one, but they did him dirty, of course, but now you have other leftover characters that's supposed to be the strongest, like what, Goten, Trunks,
0: they're just kind of there,
1: they're there, but it's just for entertainment purposes, which I understand, but when it comes to like, people are going to speak, oh, but what about Gohan and Broly from the movie, I understand that Broly's already, he's already the strongest, <laughs> yeah. which is like, that's, there's no statement on that, but when it comes to Gohan, I understand that people want to see more Gohan action, which I understand that they want to see Gohan to win an actual big villain, which he did before, which is Cell, but mm. the thing is, he got the help from his dad, which I, I wouldn't consider that, like, oh, he did it for himself, but his dad was there, which is, he did the father and son Kame Kamehameha, yeah. but it's just, when it comes to Super, they completely nerf everyone, That's the big problem behind that, because they can't tell, like, she will let the good guys win, like the usual, or she will let the bad guys win for this time. It's like, they can't decide, like, oh, we want to make Goku, like, less naive than before, because he was a pretty serious dude when it comes to the the Majin Buu saga, which he was very, very serious instead of being the, the, you know, the comical relief character like he always in the first Dragon Ball. But it surprises me that, for him, he went from a serious character from the last saga into, like... I'm oh. a complete dumbass. Yeah. That's Let's just do this. what I do and that's like, it.
0: There's some funny jokes in there we'll say that because of it but that characterization of him being a little more like, naive in certain areas at least for me after a while it's just kind of but I will say this actually it reminded me of something. One thing I felt was a huge missed opportunity. This should have been its own arc. The whole like kit going after Goku arc. Oh,
1: th- like, that was just
0: like two episodes. I felt like there was so much potential to like, go to Universe 6 and everything just like just oh, to help th- each other. That's yeah, the, well, me- that's the
1: big problem behind it, just because I understand that animators, the one, uh, they want, they, they wouldn't expand and, and more content into it like they did in the manga. Because I understand that.
0: Well, yeah, it's you know different. Your know, manga's a book. Anime, remember, they
1: have differences. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like the- It's the equivalent to like saying, oh, the movie is the same thing in the book. No, the book and the movie Sorry. itself, it's they have their own huge differences, mm. but. It's just with the manga and also with the show itself. It's just they 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 ripped so much of the good parts mm-hmm. into the show instead of like oh they're just gonna take it out. Oh hold on. right oh hold on. Uh, yeah. Oh. but yeah the big problem behind it is just like I understand when it comes to anime it just becomes like a very cash cow. That's the big problem behind it. It's just there's nothing good out of it. The last time I ever watched something that's modern which is uh, Space Dandy the creator yeah. who made uh, Cowboy Bebop. <sighs>
0: I think I've seen it once, but I don't really remember, Oh, dude, honestly. it's an
1: amazing show. I highly recommend it for you. And then right now, I'm catching up another, funny enough, the same show, the one I mentioned before in the beginning, which is the North Star. I'm watching right now, which is Baki the Grappler. Another a very highly action, intense anime, which I'm watching right now. Good show, by the way. But it's just surprising me right now. The anime is just... It doesn't appeal as much for me anymore like I did in the past. I see. But I don't know about you exactly, uh, but...
0: Yeah, I just need to find time to get, watch more. I and mean, people give me, uh, what's it called, like, uh, recommend- recommendations, yeah, but just, I need to find a time for it. But, I think with that, I think we're gonna end it off, because, yeah, man. I don't know about you, I'm getting, my voice is getting, I did this whole thing, I did an episode, like, early this, I guess, technically this morning, like, at 1 a.m. Oh, you did? Yeah, like, I, I record these episodes, like, sometimes, like, but right before the deadline, at uh, oh, wow. deadline, I get myself <laughs> my voice was almost dead by then. So, we're gonna end this off right now, okay? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for uh, uh, grieve, uh grievously grievously for coming in here. Um, again, you guys want to come? Um, I don't know how I'm gonna do the special guesting in the future. This was just kind of a thing that just kind of happened because he heard about it, he wanted junk come in, and you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. So again, if so you guys want to come in um, to give suggestions for the podcast, you can join the Discord server. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is something different, you know. It's an hour long, so I hope you guys you know stayed up uh, up to this point. Thank you for listening. Uh, anything? Any last words you want to
1: say? Well, for the fans of Shokoto, it's just just make sure you're doing something good instead of doing the bad. That's all. <laughs> just just do some. Just go with the flow. That's all I have to say about the, when it comes to people. I don't know what's people's personal lives right now with this whole ongoing pandemic guys, but just stay easy and just don't lose your sanity because <laughs> oh. I, I I met a lot of people in the past where like it went from good into bad now, which I can't blame. People lose their, their purposes, but it's just right now like just go with the flow. Just go easy. Don't do anything that's rushed and then once you do something rushing, then things not going to go well to your plan, so just Damn. go with the flow guys. And Thanks to you, Shokuro, for having me on the show. Yeah, and
0: yeah, thank you yeah. for coming, man. <laughs> yeah, and thank you all for staying by and listening to all this. Again, hope you guys are doing well. As you said, hope you don't lose your sanity with the pandemic, and I hope you guys just take care of yourselves. See ya.